0: What's happening, everybody? This is Ryan here. Today, we are going to go over the one single thing, often ignored or underappreciated strategy that makes everything easier in sales, marketing, and leadership, specifically with revenue growth that anyone can use. However, I see this glazed over so often because either they don't have the patience to execute against it or they don't have the skill set to do it. So, AI can make this a reality for you literally in minutes. We're going to go over that today. How do you grow like a VC-backed company without taking on investors? Do you want to create a lifestyle business, a performance business, or an empire? How do you scale to an exit without losing your freedom? Those are the questions, and this show is the answer. Today's episode is sponsored by the Sales AI Accelerator, where I walk you through Tips, tricks, cheat codes, and other areas so you'd be the top 1% of 1% in terms of AI enabled superhumans that are leveraging this for revenue growth. There's gonna be a link in the episode comments. Feel free to check it out. There's a free trial where you get access to nine different resources for free just by saying maybe. Okay, so let's get into it. Today, one of the things that we're gonna do is basically counter how we could overcome the flood of competition with the cost of SaaS going down to lower and lower costs because of no code and text-to-code, okay? So this is going to keep happening. As you can see, we were at lightning scale with how many different new products were released this year, like insane amounts of new products were released this year. And the the thing that's making it tougher and tougher is this is going to keep accelerating, right? The cost of of creating software keeps going down. And so this is uh, both a new opportunity, but something that we got to take care of because attention is becoming harder and harder to get there's multiple reasons for that. One, I think it's because of the fact that uh, we can AI generate and multi-purpose content at hyper speeds and scale that really fast. And so there's a lot more crap out there, but at the same time, there's a lot more just quantity in general that people need to wade through to truly understand what's possible. Okay. And so those are the two areas that are really, really focusing on it. And, And this is not just with social media. This is with news that I've seen. And so What we're going to go on to today is really how to use uh, basically ChatGPT and Perplexity to really, really nail any customer that you want to get and any customer that you want to acquire, right? Because this is the lifeblood of your business. And without having this, it's kind of like, you know, when you, if you were to go and start working out and having just a general plan to work out without factoring in your goals, without factoring in your weight, your age, uh, how much time you commit basically just taking any, any workout off the web, um, you know, that's kind of generalized for men or generalized for a woman, if if that's what you identify as, and then going through that. Okay. So that's, that's how most people kind of approach nailing their ideal customer profile. And it's because of the reasons I mentioned in the intro where effectively it's one of those things that takes really like, it takes a, it takes a lot of detailed focused research effort. If that's not something you have, that's not a muscle you've done multiple times over and the beautiful thing about it is by leveraging a combination of ChatGPT and perplexity, you can nail this really fast, probably at a level that's 150, 200% of what you would have done before manually, okay? And so I'm going to walk you through that today, and we're going to get into that. And that's where I think really it's the solution. So going back to the, the training scenario, it's kind of like having a trainer to the stars that maybe JLo or, I don't know, who else is, Britney Spears or somebody that, like, basically someone that, that has been in their career a while, but is still, you know, in rock solid shape, paying thousands of dollars an hour or two to prescribe them specific detailed approaches to maintain health and nutrition and be at the top of their game, right? So you could use AI kind of like that professional trainer to really do that with your ideal customer profile, all right? And so the thing is like, the awesome thing that I love about this is it doesn't matter if you are a rep, It doesn't matter if you are a sales leader. It doesn't matter if you're a CRO, a marketing leader. It doesn't matter if you're a CEO. This this is valid for anybody. Okay, And the reason being is because time is our most infinite resource that we have, not just in terms of, you know, basically what we spend every minute uh, and waking hour on. But if you go down the path and pursue opportunities that are just mediocre and aren't crystal clear and tight. Uh, on the targeting side, what's going to happen is, and I was actually talking about this with a client engagement I have today, is um, like, let's say, for example, you have a, a sales cycle that's six months in duration and you go to enter that and it's just a mediocre client that you have a 10% chance of winning, right? Which I've seen this before with really big opportunities. and They go on for years and companies do that, right? Versus an opportunity that's super nailed with this, this strategy that I'm going to talk about and effectively you have a 30% chance of it. Now, would you rather have a stack pipeline um, as an organization, as an individual, or as a leader where you have, I don't know, maybe 100% of your pipeline at 30% chance or higher to win versus you know 100% of your pipeline at 10% chance to win, right? And so like, you can do the math on that. That's like a 20% differential in close rate, which is going to equal huge, huge amounts of revenue and wasted time that you can collapse if you effectively leverage this, okay? And so here's, here's how you leverage it okay and, and and one thing I would say too is like I'll give you one more analogy because i'm I'm flying with analogies this am um, I'm trying to incorporate this more into my storytelling, so let me know what you think because I think it's really good in terms of perspective, and it sticks better, okay There's a story about uh, a skilled fisherman. this guy was amazing, right? So what was happening was he he knew um he was on a bank and he knew where to fish, and so what was happening was he kept going to this fish for, for years and years and years. And so he knew all the sweet spots. So what would happen is he would cast his, you know, his lure into the water and he was just pulling out these monsters left and right. And it was pretty insane of, of what he was doing. And what the real interesting thing though, is when he was going through this process, what he started to see is there's other fishermen that, that kind of paid attention. Like, why does he keep throwing those big fish back? You know, like there's, there's no like weight limit or size limit on those. Like, why does he keep throwing them back? And so they they looked a little bit closer and as they peered in and looked, what they saw is he kept pulling them out of the water. He would take them off the hook, right? Or he wouldn't even take them off the hook. he keep them on the hook effectively. And then he would hold it up to this pan that he had and anything that was outside or bigger than the pan, he would throw back in the water. Okay. And so somebody walked up to him and they're like, Hey man, like, why are you doing this? Like, I don't understand why you're throwing back all those big fish and why you're measuring them against the pan. And he goes, well, basically I can only cook a fish this big in my pan. So anything bigger than that, I throw back. Right. Which like hearing the whole story, it sounds insane because like, just like your ideal customer, you could chop that, you know, you chop that fish up. You could segment it. You can quarter it. You can do whatever you can so that it fits in that area of the attention, focus, energy, time bucket, if you will, or pan. And so that's what we want to do with this and really segment it down. So we're not going to cast just nets out. We are going to fish with the spear. And it's going to be for fish that get bigger and bigger than any kind of pan you could ever imagine. And we're going to take it from there. Okay. So here's how to take action on this. And and there's really effectively three steps that we're going to do. Okay. For this. So there's three single steps that you're going to do. So what we're going to do is we are going to go through and effectively look at the data analysis tool in ChatGPT. So if you haven't used the data analysis tool in ChatGPT, it's very, very simple. It's now embedded in there. Uh, It used to be a separate function, but it's embedded in there with um, basically vision, data, dolly, and then the normal. So the four different modes that they have, it's all embedded in one. Now I believe you need a, a paid license at $20 per month, but just doing it with this one single exercise, will pay for that $20 per month for like the next 10 years. So you're going to want to listen to this. So basically what you do is when you go in there, what you're going to do is you're going to look at it and basically extract. And what I would say is like, I personally, there's a couple of different ways you could approach it, but from a security perspective, and this is something that I, I was instructing. Um, I presented to a group of the chief operating officers because they are focused on revenue operations and effectively how to use data and leverage AI for data. And the interesting thing is they didn't even know how to do this, right? So what basically you're doing is you're taking, you can take your client list of what you have. And if, if you're an individual contributor, you can put it, your client list. If it's a company, you can extract that from your CRM and do a CSV. You can even take a screenshot if you don't have an Excel or CSV file. And then basically what's going to happen is you're going to work with the data analysis side of it. Now I would not give any confidential information to the basically ChatGPT. GPT. Uh, plus, even if you have that chat GPT for teams, which is $30 a month promises not to train on your data and have a higher level of security. So if you're using that, um, I don't believe you need to sanitize it from what I understand right now, but at the same time, uh, if you want to be on the safe side, just take the names out or sanitize the names out. Um, or you know, there's certain things you could do to kind of clean the data so that basically it's anonymized, right? Sanitize it, if you will. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna put it in that segment tool, and then what you're gonna do is you're gonna have it effectively look at your client base, okay? And what you're gonna have it do is create, and you can basically say like, hey, look at this data, this is the prompt. The cool thing about data analysis is it's very simple. Um, you don't have to have super complex prompts to get really good results. However, you need to stick within the parameters of the data set you have um, versus asking it to pull a lot of things off the data, the web and other areas. So what you could do here is, what we're, we're doing this is for classification of profile, not real-time research. So it's gonna look at your data, you attach that file or that screenshot of those types of customers. And and the other areas I would include are, like you wanna include um, anything, basically you run through Apollo or Zoom and effectively get uh, like a sanitized version of what we're looking at, where it's got company size, revenue of of the customers. Uh, You can put potential revenue if you're you're comfortable with the sanitized areas, Um, time to close, all those different areas, um, company size, anything that you have in those. And, but if, like I said, if you take that list and sanitize or enrich it through a Zoom or Apollo or something like that, you'll, it'll automatically populate that. So that's step one. So first of all, have a good set of data. And maybe there's four steps now that I forgot one of them. So have that that data, pull it from your system, uh, enrich it through one of your, your lead systems that you have. And then effectively from there, what you're going to do is you can sanitize it. Or if you have an upgrade license, you can go through and put it in there. Okay, so that's step one. Step two is when you do that, what you want to ask the data analysis tool is, I want you to identify any trends or patterns you see from this customer data. All right. And so that's kind of where you start. And so um, basically it's going to ask you to confirm like, okay, this is the way I understand your data. This is name, customer, blah, blah, blah. It'll give you all the fields and you say yes. Okay. So you get going to ask you to identify trends and patterns. Now, the other thing that you want to do is say, okay, identify my ideal customer profile from this data. So the data analysis tool is effectively a free data analyst or a data scientist, if you will, that you now have working for you, which is absolutely amazing. So what I would say is have it create your ideal customer profile. And even if you did this a year ago, two years ago, whatever, update it because you're going to see new trends and patterns, right? And then what I would do is I would also look at Different levels of detail in there in terms of like okay um, you know identify the biggest problems you see with this data set what am I missing from this data set that uh, will create you know if I focused on that will create disproportionate opportunities these are just follow up questions you can ask once you get it in there And what you'll start to see is when you when you start chatting with it you'll you'll get really clear insights on oh wow I didn't realize that or um, I didn't realize that the the tech stacks that the team the companies that I had were all HubSpot. We're all all salesforce right like you'll find different patterns like that okay so that's step two um, step three is copy the profile right so you're gonna want to copy the profile of that ideal customer profile that it, it gives you from there okay so from that you're gonna have everything from like the average deal size is this the average um, or the top three verticals are here the top uh, companies are in and have this amount of funding uh, the top companies have you know X amount of employees are headquartered in the U S so you're going to get this profile. And like I said, you can expand on it or do the averages, but overall you probably want a little bit more than less. So I would say, you know, give me the, like, for example, the top three verticals or uh, top three customer sizes, the top three uh, funding you know, backgrounds that they have. Right. So you can do that. So that's, that's basically now that you have that, you copy that. So you copy the output of that. Right. And this is just like, Copy, paste. Okay. Then you go over to Perplexity AI. You haven't used Perplexity AI. It is one of the most amazing tools for real-time research. And I was originally going to say, hey, use Gemini from Bard on this, but you can use that as an alternative. Perplexity is free. It works so lightning fast. and is really good with real-time research because it actually gives you links and cites the exact articles or resources that it uses. Okay, so the, why, the reason why this is really critical is because sometimes with Bard, it's got that hallucination effect, or you've heard that whole idea of the AI hallucinating. Effectively, uh, what we're going to do is it's going to put it into there, okay? So what I would also do is, so you're going to have that profile, but what I would ask is then before you copy the pro, the, the ICP that we just identified, you're going to tell perplexity, this is the prompt you're going to want to use. You're going to want to write this down, Okay. So, and it it doesn't have to be exact, but this kind of idea. Um, So basically what I would say is, you know, look at resources over the past three months only and identify the top five challenges that my customer profile has in hitting their KPIs, the top fears, and how it makes them feel, right? Which I did another post about this that absolutely blew up. Uh, it was on YouTube. It, it, it went pretty well. And then this was one of my posts that had like, was like 350,000 views on it. So basically you ask it that, right? So and then you copy, you copy that ICP profile. So what we did is if you look at this and deconstruct this, we gave it a prompt with a specific outcome. We said only use data from the past three months and then give us the f- top five challenges they have with their KPIs, their top fears and how it makes them feel. Okay, so what we're doing is we're stacking results on top of each other. And then what happens is it's going to spit out hyper, hyper relevant data and information on that exact ICP you created with real time data, with exact resources and exactly what you need. Okay, so that's where I would start with it. And once you have that, everything else can be built on top of that. That's the foundation that'll tell you exactly like where you need to spend your money on, where you need to spend your time and your energy. If you're an individual contributor or a, you know, a CEO, it's like, what resources do I deploy to acquire customers that look exactly like that? And the, the beautiful thing about it is, you know, the pains, the experiences and the, the things they're struggling with in real time over the last three months, which is great. You know, you can leverage what you're having with your actual client conversations and that, and you're going to be blown away with the results. Okay. So long story short, Take a look at that. You are going to have the tightest ideal customer you've ever had, which is going to accelerate everything from your, your, your size, your speed, everything with your deal, okay? So you're not just finding the needle in the haystack. You're basically leveraging a magnet to draw it directly in your hand, all right? So on the next episode, one of the things I am going to do is my next level to this, which is a segmentation strategy where this allowed us to 2X our deal size every single year and like 1,000X our largest. Deal size, okay, and it's it's just taking what we're talking about here one level further in terms of targeting. So, uh, really appreciate you joining this episode today. I am doing big, big effort to effectively work and help help you guys with all these new things that I'm learning. And so, it's like I'm sometimes doing things on YouTube, sometimes doing here on LinkedIn, but I'm trying to hit you on all mediums to really, really serve you in the best way possible. So, if you like these episodes that I'm doing, specifically the solo episodes please share this with someone that you think it would help just it's really easy just click the share button in spotify or apple or whatever platform and just be like hey this would be cool and if you're not subscribed, subscribe i would love to have you as part of this community i have more and more things that are coming out you're gonna be blown away but wanted to share this with you today and thanks for joining me in this episode thank you for checking out the scale up show